you would not believe the agony that I have suffered tonight getting ready for this podcast. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Let's kick this off. You ever have just a run of bad luck? Let me just tell you what's been happening for the last hour or more here in the ironing board studios where I record the podcast. I I got an old computer and I'm learning something and I'm going to turn I'm going to I'm going to tell you about this cuz I think there's lessons to be learned all over in life and I've just learned a very powerful one. I've got an old computer. It's probably 8 years old and it works just fine. It takes a little while to boot up. Um and that's the one I use, the, use to record the podcast on. It's a big old fat laptop. If you saw it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty old computer. It's not the slip, uh, slick new thin ones. And I fired up. takes 10 minutes to boot up. Then I open the program that I record the podcast on, and it freezes. So then I have to boot it up again 10 more minutes. Then I'm finally there, and I'm ready to record the podcast. I record the podcast, and... As I'm editing the podcast, it freezes, and I couldn't recover anything. So 30 minutes of podcast and 20 minutes of booting and rebooting, I went downstairs, I got my better computer, I'm back up in the ironing board studios, got everything plugged in, recording, obviously, but here's my lesson, I'm getting rid of that piece of shit, I'm not using it anymore, because you know what, it just, it just doesn't do it anymore. It does it well enough, but who's got time? I wasted an hour learning this lesson, and I'm going to pass this along to you. Get a new computer. Don't use old. Don't don't because I just wasted a whole bunch of time. There's I wanted to go on the treadmill tonight. I really wanted to get a good like good solid workout on the treadmill tonight, and maybe practice my banjo lately, which you can laugh at me for, but I love it. Um, and so. Don't keep trying to work on an old computer or an old cell phone or just anything that doesn't work right. Get something new. And if you can't afford it, then figure out a way because, boy, what a, what a painful lesson that is. And I knew that was coming. My wife said, you need a new computer? I'm like, I hate to buy one just for the podcast, but I love doing the podcast so much that I probably will. All right, uh, we are going to get right into things. Um, uh, and this one actually might be... I don't want to make it abbreviated, but after my frustration with doing a half an hour podcast and then basically wasting the time, um, it might be a little bit shorter than usual. A uh, couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Steve and I talked about this in Fallon this morning. We talked about it too. Um, cell phones or overusing our cell phones. And I'm to the point now, I don't know how you are with this, where I can't stop checking my cell phone. And Fallon and Steve were nodding in agreement going, oh, my God, yes, I think Jenny was too, that you don't need to look at your cell phone, but you look because you want to see if you get a text message. Well, no text messages. Well, then you got to check Twitter. And if there's no good tweets, well, then you check Twitter moments. Well, then what about Instagram back to your email? Then maybe somebody texted you, so maybe you should go look. And then you find yourself killing time by looking at the weather app on your phone or you find yourself looking at what what else is on there? There's things that I look at that like I don't even care about. Um, and I found myself in the middle. If I'm if I'm working, I want to take a mental break, like sit back for a second from the computer or whatever I'm working on, and I pick up the phone, and then there goes ten minutes. There's an app 
It's called Forest. It will not solve all your problems, but you can try it and see if it works for you. It works for me sometimes. I tried it tonight. It kept me off my phone for 25 minutes. Um, download Forest, and it basically grows virtual trees in a virtual forest if you can stay off your phone for the selected amount of time. Mine was 25 minutes, and I stayed off my phone. If you pick it up, that's one thing, but if you pick it up and turn it on, that's another thing, and you lose the trees. It's kind of stupid, but it's a little bit of an incentive. You might want to try that. Um, in other things in the podcast that I was going to talk about, um, speaking of cell phones, cheaters on Words with Friends, you suck. If you're cheating on Words with Friends and you're playing me and you're scoring 60-point words every time, I don't want to play with you anymore. I know, I, I, I'll give you an example. I play with my friend Ben. Ben is really smart, one of the smartest people I know. Kills me in Words with Friends consistently. My old neighbor Kim, she speaks four languages. She's brilliant. And she kills me on words with friends all the time. I have no problem with that. But when I'm playing with somebody who I know is yeah, about as bright as I am, and they're scoring 60-point words, and every time they play, they just kill me like 429 to 116, I'm like, no, I don't want to play with you anymore. That's no fun. So why do I bring up words with friends? For no reason whatsoever. Uh, the book is called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Chapter 2. I was going to go with Chapter 1, Take a Shower. But I looked just past it and it reminded me it was around this time of the year when I learned this lesson, Chapter 2. It's better to be overdressed than underdressed. How did I learn this? I was 23, maybe 24 years old. Lived in Columbus, Ohio, worked at WNCI on the Morning Zoo. Yes, we called ourselves the Morning Zoo back when that was a very popular, kind of a trendy thing to do. Um, went to the company Christmas party with my girlfriend, and we came in. I was wearing a nice sweater. I think I remember it was a green and blue sweater. I was pretty happy with the sweater. And she was wearing, I think, a sweater dress, and she looked adorable. And we walk in, and the first thing I see is my buddy, my coworker, Charlie, wearing a tuxedo. A tuxedo. Right away, I'm like, oh, God. The rest of the night, I remember feeling, feeling self-conscious and stupid that I did not dress up for the Christmas party. And I don't remember my girlfriend Kelly's reaction, but I'm sure she was annoyed and embarrassed, too, that I didn't tell her, oh, yeah, I didn't know that this was like a formal event. A tuxedo versus a guy in a sweater. Hey, listen, it's always better to be overdressed than underdressed. So when you go to church or a wedding or a funeral or whatever, put on a tie, put on a nice dress, put on a nice pair of shoes, whatever it is that you feel like you're dressed up in. And that's okay. Company Christmas party this year, if your company still has one, dress up a little bit. Better to be overdressed than underdressed. What about that company Christmas party? Does anybody have a company Christmas party anymore? I'm going to ask this on the Facebook page. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Do you have a, a company a Christmas party anymore? When we first started at KWB, we'd rent out a hotel ballroom. I remember, what was the, what's the hotel? It's the Marriott Southwest. Maybe it's still called that. It's down by um, um, 169 and Bren Londonderry Road. It used to be a Marriott. We'd rent out a ballroom 
and we'd invite, you know, our spouses and we'd have a band play or a comedian and we'd all get something really cool. Like one year we got like a KDWB putter, which was really neat. We got a KDWB leather bag one time. One year we got a KDWB set of like drink tumblers and it was really cool. Let me tell you, those days are gone. We have a company party and it's nice, but it's not extravagant anymore. And that's fine. And I think a lot of people, they don't want to go anyway. Uh, We don't have it at night. We have it in the afternoon. So everybody gets the afternoon off. We go over to a local bar. We go to a bowling alley or something like that. But let me ask you, I'm going to ask you this on the Facebook page. Do you have a company Christmas party? And let me ask you a little bit deeper. Do you like it? Do you want to go? I mean, I'll be honest with you. Two o'clock in the afternoon for the people who get up in the morning, like Steve and Fallon and myself and Jenny, a two o'clock Christmas party is kind of hard to make. That makes for a very long day. So do you go? Do you have one? Go to the Facebook page, take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Speaking of the Facebook page, a guy named Timothy Exley left an interesting comment a couple of weeks ago. And he said, Dave, parenting advice. What do you got? Maybe Tim's on his way to being a new dad. And maybe he wants some parenting advice. Or maybe he's got a a baby on the way. Or maybe he's got a kid that he's, I don't know, butting heads with. Um, Parenting advice. Listen, I am not the person to give you parenting advice at all, because I think it's very presumptuous of me to think, oh, well, you need parenting advice from me. I can only tell you what I would go back and do differently with my kids. Couple of things. Number one, have a regular dinner time with your kids and make them talk, get them off their phones, make them talk during dinner time. And I know it's hard, especially when they're older, because you've got things and they've got dance practice and they've got soccer and they've got football and lacrosse and they've got dance. I said that. And it's hard to get them together. Dinner around the table, family dinner around the table. I screwed that one up. I didn't do that when when my kids were little. I would work in my office on the morning show and the kids would eat alone at the kitchen counter. And I think about that now, and it's sad. I missed that. I missed that, and I screwed that up. And not only did I miss it, they missed it too. So I took that away from my kids. My wife should have shaken me and said, turn that computer off, get in here, and have dinner with your family. So there's one. Uh, Number two, um, uh, watch what they eat. Get the, the healthier eating habits. Carson's diet is so bad. I don't know how he keeps weight off. He eats nothing but crap all the time, followed up by a cookie with ice cream on it. And I'm not kidding. I mean, he really does. He eats crap. And I blame Susan. Um, And I partly do because you know what? I'm not the best eater. I do better now. But uh, I used to give Susan a hard time because when he was little, she used to feed him Bob the Builder fruit snacks. Not all the time, but like once a day, she'd give him a Bob the Builder fruit snack bag. And I'd say, that's candy. She's like, no, it's 10%, per- 10% fruit juice. And I'm like, yeah, and the rest is sugar. So um, there's that, the diet, um, exercise. They say that kids now, they're so plugged into their, their phones, they don't exercise. Um, so I would try that. And then what was the other one? There was one more I was just thinking of. Follow through on your threats. So when you say, okay, if you don't stop doing that right now, you're going to bed. Make them actually go to bed instead of saying that all night. There's one more, and I can't can't remember it right now. Um, Delayed gratification. 
Um, uh, don't instantly gratify them. Anyway, um, Tim, thanks for asking. Here's something fun. Tim said on Facebook, have you ever quit a radio job? Yeah, I have, but never under bad terms. It was always like, hey, I found a better job. I'm going to leave. Okay, well, good luck. Um, I've gotten fired twice, but I've never quit a job under ugly circumstances. But it reminded me of a classic piece of audio we're going to play of a woman who about 12 years, 15 years ago, quit her job live on the radio. Here is her quitting the job. Now, before you, before I play it for you, listen to how she follows the rules at the radio station by coming out of the song and giving the station's like positioning statement and slogan and doing it just right. Then she quits on the air. Check her out. Here she goes. The big station, 93BLX, it is the Gulf Coast number one for hip-hop and R&B. And now with Ray Ray and Miranda, the home team in the morning, do it to it. What better song to do it to it is I netted the move set. And I told you I had a very important announcement, and here it is. I refuse, I refuse to walk around and watch people on my job, looking over my shoulder, people lying to me, people talking about me. It's ridiculous. It is sad. I can't take it. I'm not going to take it. I don't have to take it. I'm not a dummy. I know how to find another job, but I refuse to walk around people. You can say what you want to say about me, and if you see me on the street, I'll let you know whatever you want to know. But I refuse. For the last six years, I made $6 an hour. That ain't nothing. I just got a raise after six years. I know I'm qualified, and after saying this, I don't care if I ever get another job in radio, period. It does not matter to me. But we, I never will not be setting the mood at BLX no more. I refuse to walk around with people that'll speak to you. Hey, Arnetta, how you doing? But then as soon as you walk by, that bitch. I will not do it to myself anymore. So if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen very carefully. I quit this bitch. Come a big station. 93 BLA. Who doesn't love Inetta, the mood setter? Whatever happened to? Well, we don't know for sure, but uh, somebody thinks that Inetta is now working in Philadelphia at a big station, making decent money. Hey, good for her. I will say that anybody who is ever underpaid in radio, listen, that's called paying your dues. You, When we get into radio, we don't do it because we want to make money. We do it because we love it. It's like any field where you love it. You know, if you're an actor, you don't instantly get to, you know, star alongside of some big, you know, like uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You don't get to do that right away. You are a background player and you make nothing. It's called paying your dues. But... You know, Inetta, from everything that I've read about her on YouTube, they say she's a good person and she was just frustrated and she got out of there and went to work somewhere else. So, uh, and then Tim asked about flying and whether, you know, how I got into flying. I don't want to bore you too much with like details like, hey, here's another story about me. There's really not much of a lesson in flying. Um, and I kind of like to try to keep the most of the podcast to things that we can learn from. But Tim, thanks for asking. Um, 
I learned to fly. I'll tell you really quickly. I learned to fly about 25 years ago. Um, I always wanted to, and uh, I've got about 500 to 600 hours now. I've taken up hundreds of people. I've never come close to any kind of an incident or accident. My engine sputtered one time over Sock Center, and for a brief moment, I thought, oh, well, this is how I'm going to die. And uh, then everything was fine, but I really love it. And uh, thanks for asking, Tim. One day, you and I will run into each other, and we'll talk all about that, and we won't talk about it too much on the podcast to bore everybody. Okay. Um, I mentioned go to Facebook and let me know whether your company has a Christmas party, Facebook, um, and uh, it's take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. Uh, what else did I want to talk about here? I think that was almost it. Book recommendation, not only my book, but there's a great book I'm reading. Last week, I talked about a book called it Saturday Morning with the cartoons, and that was really cool. And I got a lot of great feedback on that one. A lot of people said, I ordered the book, I got one for me, and I got one for my dad. I got the other book that this guy wrote, um, uh, and the book, the, the uh, it's called um, It's Saturday Morning, but the guy that wrote it is named Joe Garner. Joe Garner also wrote some other great books um, called We Interrupt This Broadcast um, about all these news events and the backstory on those. They're coffee table books, and then another one. Uh, this week's book, is called Indianapolis. Why would I recommend this book? It's a newer book written by two histor- by a historian and an author. They're both women, and it's all about the sinking of the battleship uh, Indianapolis. Who cares about that? Well, it's really interesting, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, Indianapolis was the ship that delivered the guts of the atomic bomb from the United States mainland to the island just off Japan where they loaded it into the airplane and then bombed Japan with the first atomic bomb. The ship Indianapolis is the one that delivered that. So on its way back, it was sunk in the middle of the night by a submarine. Well, not everybody died. There's several hundred people that died right away in the explosions. But there were several hundred, maybe a thousand, that lived long enough to find themselves floating on the ocean. And that's when it became horrific. They floated on the ocean for about four days, attacked by sharks, going crazy with thirst, losing their minds, raping each other because they were losing their minds, cutting each other's throats to drink the blood of their victim because they were so crazed with thirst until they got rescued. Now, this might not be your style of book. You might be going, Dave, I don't want this book. Hey, listen, it's a war book. It's a history book. The reason I bring it up is because it's a good book. And and there's a bunch of books about the Indianapolis. Uh, This one is called, um, uh, oh, let me see if I can find it here really quick. Uh, And I probably won't be able to find it that quickly. Um, the Indianapolis and something like the 50-year battle to exonerate the um, an innocent man. So if you find that, go on Amazon and find it. It might be a good book for your dad or your uncle or your husband if they're into history or maybe you. Hey, um, I am going to wrap things up. Um, uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Next week is Thanksgiving. Uh, depending on when you listen to this, you might listen to this in the middle of summer of 2019. I don't know. But this is the week before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving, I'm getting tired, obviously. Uh, and happy Thanksgiving if you hear this in time. I appreciate you. This is the second time I've recorded the podcast tonight, so cross your fingers. I'm going to hope that it works. 
Have a great week. We'll see you next time on Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. <laughs>